This episode is proudly sponsored by Ramset, manufacturer and supplier to the Australian construction industry for over 70 years. Started in Australia, still in Australia, staying in Australia. Welcome to another episode of the Built Different podcast, a podcast for tradies that are built different. Brought to you by HIA. This is the show where you hear about what it takes to make it in Australia's building and construction industry. I'm your corporate drone, sorry, host, Ryan. And I'm your co-host, Simon, who's also a Clueless Apprentice. And today's episode is all about running and scaling a business. Um, Simon, I think it's safe to say that most apprentices dream to work for themselves uh, at some point yep. in, their, in their lives. Yes. And many don't figure, figure out what the skills and tools that they need to actually make that a reality until well after they're into the thick of it. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And as a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed apprentice who doesn't really know what's ahead of them, uh, I think it's a really good thing that you know we have these conversations and talk to people who have been down that route and help prepare us for what's actually ahead of us. Yeah. So today joining us on the podcast is Oliver Saunders from Saunders Electrical Group. Um, he has been running a successful local electrical business um, for nearly six years now. Um, so Oliver, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Simon, Ryan, thanks for having me. Looking forward to today's show. Awesome. Good stuff. Thanks for making the trek down. Before we get into it, um, we like to kick things off on the on the podcast with a little bit of a fun game. And today we're going to um, be matching celebrities to trades. That's so good. What do we got? Specifically, what type of trade do you think these celebs would be? We've got Adam Sandler. Oh, Adam Sandler. Um, are we talking like early days Adam Sandler? Or are it's we got talking to be like golden days Adam Sandler? All right, golden days. Um, I reckon Adam Sandler would be a good plasterer. I reckon I could see him coming in, like cracking a few jokes as he's just like slapping plaster on the walls. Like nothing like, you know, overly complicated, but just makes it look like an absolute <laughs> art form, you know? <laughs> and having a good time while he's doing it. Yeah, 100%. So what about Daniel Ricciardo? Oh, hang on. Does he have a uh, does he have a broken hand or not? Is he? Oh, <laughs> no, no. Peak, peak. Daniel Ricardo. Okay. What's he doing? Um, I reckon Ricardo would be a good Sparky. I could see yep. him coming onto site, being like, you know, well polished. Like he's 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 calling some he's calling the shots up there. And we all know that in the hierarchy of trades on site, Sparky is like. Up the top, it's pretty, it's pretty high. So. <laughs> you reckon he could be part of your team? Maybe you got brains, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, last one. What about Dwayne the Rock Johnson? What's he doing? Ooh, um, oh, look, he'd have to be a landscaper. He'd be pretty good at moving some of the uh, moving Mo- some moving, of, rocks? moving a wheelbarrow. <laughs> I was hoping you weren't going to make that fun. No, I, I think he left be- it open. Pretty good throwing a wheelbarrow around. Um, and you've you got to put that muscle to good work. Yeah. Unless like you could use him and you wouldn't need a crane if he was on site. Yeah. How'd it go? I reckon I reckon we've matched him up pretty good. What do you reckon, Ollie? Yeah. Probably what I would have said. Who would you employ out of those three? <laughs> the Rock. Yeah, good. Yeah, awesome, yeah. Yeah. Get some brawn in there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the, the one question that we love to ask all our guests is Smoko. Mm. What's your favourite smoko snack? What's the go-to? Well, I've been on a bit of a health kick lately, so probably some fruit, oh. apple or banana. Yep. Yeah? Keep yeah. it healthy. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's the way to go. And if you're relapsing or in the, in the glory days, what would be? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> There's no thinking about it either. No. <laughs> Just, yeah, no, that's it. Too convenient. No. Yeah, love it. So tell us about your journey. How did you start out in sort of the residential building industry? I mean, as, a, as an electrician. Well, I'll start from finished school. I didn't know what I wanted to do. 
um, and actually my next door neighbour, I was living at home with mum and dad, and our next door neighbour was a sparky. He had mm-hmm. a, um, a business mm-hmm. and he had about two employees. Um, but it looked like he was doing pretty well. Yep. So dad said, why don't you go have a chat with him? Yep. His name was Barry. Um, yeah, so I went out to chat to Barry and um, yep. he wasn't putting any apprentices on, but yeah, had a good chat to him and, and sort of learned a bit more about, you know, the electrical yep. industry um, and what was possible. I mean, he had a Awesome big house, like drove nice cars and stuff. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'll give this a crack. Yeah, it doesn't really take know. much to convince a 16 year old. No, exactly. <laughs> and like, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Like, I didn't get the marks to go to university or whatever anyway. So it's like, yeah, I'll give this a crack. It looks yep. pretty good. That's yep. how I got into the um, yeah electrical industry. Just went down to local um, electrical wholesalers in Castle Hill yep. and put my name and number down there. They let me put it on the desk there. And, you know, electrical wholesalers, you know, Sparky's coming in and out. All day, every day. Oh, right. And That's actually not a bad yeah, idea. So Who's, whose idea was that one? Uh, that was Barry's. Oh, right. Yeah. So he said so, that. Yeah, yeah he great. helped me out. So, yeah, I went down there, did that and got a couple of phone calls and went for an interview and yeah, a few weeks later I had a job. Mm-hmm. So that's how it started. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Rest is history. Yeah, that's it. So then um, you got into the industry like that. What were you What were you like as an apprentice? I, was, I worked hard. Yeah. Um, you know, I grew up playing rugby, rugby league, rugby union. Yep. So I've, I've always sort of enjoyed hard work and, you know, you know, it's like, I don't know, you play sport or whatever, but team sports, especially contact sports, you know, you've got to work hard to, to be any good at it. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I just brought that to, to work kind of thing. Yep. Um, it wasn't until later on in my apprenticeship, I guess, I sort of thought about maybe starting my own business one day. Yep. Um, but yeah, I just, I had a crack, you know, I, just, I was there to <laughs> yeah learn, learn the electrical industry and, yep. and yeah, I, I was lucky where I was working. Um, sort of four or five other apprentices. It wasn't a massive company. It was about 15, 15 guys working there at the time. Yep. Um, yeah, a couple of other young blokes sort of similar to my age, you know, first, mm-hmm. second, third year apprentices. Mm-hmm. So I was just enjoying learning along with them and, yeah, just having a crack on the construction site. All young blokes? Yeah, pretty young. Most of us were young. You know, there was sort of a few older ones. I mean, mm-hmm. back then I was yeah, 18, whatever. Yep. But, um, yeah, some of the tradies, you know, I think the oldest one may have been about late 30s, 40. Yep. Something yeah, like nice. that. Oh, there's, there's one old bloke who's about 50. Yeah, okay. And so you mentioned that, you know, it wasn't until later on in your apprenticeship that you decided that you did want to go into business for yourself. At what point did that happen, do you think? Like third, fourth year? What was it, the catalyst It wasn't a that? decision that, okay, I'm going to do it. Yep. Like, I'm going to do it next year or anything. You just started thinking I, about yeah, it. Yeah, I just sort of think started thinking about it. Um, you know, I played a lot of, like, footy when I was younger. Yep. And I wanted to be a professional like, football player. Yep. Yeah, that's um, the goal, isn't it? Yeah. For a lot, a lot of kids, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's sort of like with the NRL or whatever, what – that wasn't going to eventuate. Yep. Um, so I thought I'll I'll give this a crack and I sort of don't want to just be, you know, an apprentice and then employee, whatever, just on the tools. Like I want to have a good crack and, yep. you know, yeah, saw Barry great. up the road, see him all the time. So yeah. it's like I want to do something like that. Yep. So, um, yeah, that was sort of the uh, the goal further on down the track. Yep. Yeah, just so towards the end of my apprenticeship I started thinking about that. Yeah, okay. And so with um, – you worked for Barry? I didn't work for him. No. Oh, okay. He was yeah. just your your inspiration. Or, he, well, he was the guy I first got me into the industry. Yep. I guess just mm. having a chat to him when I was sort of just finishing up at school. Yep. And yeah. So how many how many people did you work for before you actually took the plunge into your own business? Uh, three. Yeah. Okay. So and I did my apprenticeship with a company in Castle Hill, mm-hmm. doing uh, townhouses like construction work, townhouses, yep. uh, blocks of apartments, a little bit of commercial work. Yep. Um, after that, um, what do after that? Got my electrical license. Yep. Then went and got a job with a sort of bigger commercial company. Um, and they had like a big, this was 2011, 2012. Mm-hmm. They had a, uh, like that was when the solar boom 
was starting. Oh yeah. yeah. So I jumped on that and um, yeah, putting solar panels on houses. Yep. Um, yeah, for about a year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, was, was he subbing that out? Like he was no, a subby this was or? A, no, this was like a big electrical company. Yeah. Okay. Like a tier one electrical company. So they had like this big you know, contract, government contract, and you know, putting solar panels on everyone's houses. Mm-hmm. So he was smashing that out. Um, yeah, did that for for about a year and a half. Um, I was still playing. I transitioned from like rugby league, started playing rugby union. Um, and yeah, got an opportunity to go play overseas professionally for a year. Yeah, oh, whereabouts? Um, over in Japan. Yep. Yeah, nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah. So the dream was a reality for a little while. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I've got two brothers. Um, they're actually Sparkies as well. Yep. Um, and yeah, they both played over there for a number of years too. So Were you guys over there together? Cool. Yeah. One of my brothers, Matt, um, we were over there. I was only there for a year. He was there for about seven years. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, and yeah, our other brother, Benny, he's, um, he's my youngest brother. Yep. He's still there now. He's been there for oh, over 10 years now. Yep. But um, That must yeah, have been so, a bit of fun. Yeah. That's yeah, good. good fun. Yeah, it's, it's awesome over there. Like really, really nice country. Yeah, wow. But um, So are, they, are your brothers part of the Saunders Electrical Group as well? As casuals, yeah. Yep. Yeah, they, they help out. Um, yeah, when Benny's still overseas. Yep. Um, so, yeah, when he's back in the off-season, he gives us a hand. Yep, yep, yeah. awesome. So you've spoken a little bit, a bit, a little bit about playing footy. Um, you, know, you have coaches in, in direction there. Did you have any coaches or mentors to help you through your uh, your actual career of being a Sparky and going out onto your own and, and running your own business? Yeah, yeah, I I've, I've have a business coach. I had a business coach for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned heaps, heaps from him. Um, when I first started my business, like I'm Sparky, so like I, I got no yes. business acumen, no no business yep. sense at all. So I sort of, just, I guess, jumped in the deep end. Actually, I should say before I started, I, I went out on my own. I did get a job um, working for a, uh, a an automatic doors company, and I was on site talking to building managers and mm. center managers and managers and facility, you know, sort of people and stuff like that. Um, we we're doing maintenance and installation of automatic sliding doors and boom gates on commercial buildings. Yep. Uh, in retail, like shopping centers and stuff like that. Yep. So you get to see the commercial side of things. Yeah, and yeah. that was really good for me because I was able to um, learn some skills around communication um, and quoting and sales and that sort of thing. Yep. And then after a couple of years working there, I was like, okay, like I've always wanted to start my own business. Yeah. Yep. I've got a couple of these skills now. Like now's the time to have a crack at it. Yep. So that's that's when I sort of made the decision. Um, yeah, after I came back from overseas, I got that job and then learned those skills. Yep. Yeah, nice. So it was a really so natural transition towards that. You just kind of went, yep, I'm ready. I've got it. I've got the, I've got the skills to get started. Yep. Yep. Time yeah, to exactly. give it a crack. Yeah, that's it. And, yeah, it was that point. And then I sort of yeah, jump ship and, and yeah. Yeah, nice. On my own, yeah. And then how did you go about engaging that business coach? So, yeah, like I said, jumped jumped in on my own. Um, after about two years, I was like really under the pump. Like I'm sure anyone who's started their own Hard business. Hard slog. Yeah, especially yeah. if you're a, a, like a tradie and you, yep. you start out on your own, you'll always start like by yourself pretty much. Yep. Yeah. As a sole trader or if you start it as a company, you'll be you'll be the only employee. You're doing the quoting, invoicing, you're crawling through the roof, you're building this, you're building that. Yep. You're doing absolutely everything. Your phone's going 24-7 exactly. as well. Exactly. You've got to yeah. stop answer phone calls. Yep. So it's... It's, you just get um, a lot of late like, nights. And yeah, late nights, but you you like get burnout. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. So after about two years of that, and I've got a young family as well. I've got like four kids and, and my yep. wife as well. Yep. So back then that was you know twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, you just had one kid then. Um, but yeah, I wasn't getting you know an opportunity to spend time with them in the evenings and weekends. Yeah. And I'm like, this isn't the reason I started a business. You know, like yes. you start a business to I guess give you options around your time and. Um, that's one reason. Obviously, you want to yeah, build something 
pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, give back to the community and help people out with your services as well. But I was like, oh, this isn't how it's supposed to be, you know. Like yeah. there's got to be a, a better way to do this. Yeah. And that's when I was sort of after about two years or so, just working, you know, 10-hour, 11-hour days and go home, see the wife and kid for an hour mm. and on the computer for four computer, hours. Get back night. to all those quotes yeah, and you just yeah, get, paperwork. Get burnt out and, yeah, it just wasn't the right sort of way to do it. And that's yeah. when I yeah, reached out and got some help. It's about that balance, isn't it? Like trying to work out how you can you know, manage everything going on versus in your, your home work balance. Um, but then managing your own time to make sure that you're putting energy and effort towards the things that matter and the things that are going to you know, return profit, return um, you know, better outcomes for your business and you make you happy at the end of the day to avoid burnout. So yeah. how, like, how did you go about Invest, investing that time for you uh, and avoiding burnout on the way through. Yeah, so one of the first things I learned um, from, yeah, my business coach was how to manage my time a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so hard when you're working on your own, doing everything yourself, everything's sort of, you've got a hundred million things you've got to get done. Yeah. Um, you really got to work out a way to be time efficient. Mm-hmm. So what I was taught is uh, like a method called time blocking. Yep. So I've yep. got like a Google calendar and I just time block, you know, half an hour, 15 minutes, an hour, an hour and a half, whatever it is of different things or tasks I need to do throughout the day. Yep. Um, and, yeah, when you do that, you just sort of focus solely without distractions. On that's that a one. non-negotiable. Like that that's time, it, yeah. yeah. Lock so it that, in, make it happen. Yeah, exactly. And when you're working by yourself, you know, you're on your tools all day. Um, you really got to focus on working on the tools. But when you're not on the tools, um, you sort of got to – well, I was taught from him, carve out, you know, a couple of hours in the afternoon. Mm-hmm finish work a bit earlier on the tools yep. and, and spend a couple of hours working on the business yep. um, to help grow it and set up systems and processes mm. to help the business yeah. run more yep. by itself rather yep. than relying solely on you. Yep. Once you're able to do that, it frees up heaps more of your time. Yeah. And, uh, I guess you, you forget, or I mean, it's a realisation that, you know, it's not all just work on the tools. Like you've got to allocate the time to to all those the, the business-oriented tasks at the end of the day. So even though you're knocking off the tools early, you're still working. And, you know, you've got to, got to get a handle on that so that you aren't burning it in, into, you know, 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night. Yeah, exactly. The thing with, um, yeah, being a tradie and starting your own business, if you don't know anything about business, like for me, being a sparky is a completely different skill set to being a business owner. Yeah. I think that's where a lot <laughs> yeah. of people, heaps of people who want to go and start a business, they really get unstuck there. Yep. And it's not yeah, until you're into the thick of it that's that right, you actually yeah. realise. Because I mean, you can be a great sparky but – you know, a horrible manager or you know, you've got, yeah, you've got no yeah. experience there and you have to pick that up and run with it. Exactly. You know, like the electrical apprenticeships, four years, you spend four years learning how to be a sparky. Yeah. Um, but then you want to go and start a business where you've got like even more responsibilities and you know, you're talking about a lot more money, a lot more responsibility, mm-hmm. a lot more risk. Yep. If you're not investing at least four years, you know, into learning business. Yep. When you spend that time to learn to be a sparky, it's a completely different ball game yeah. by yeah. having a business. And are you blocking out time for family and personal time as well within that calendar? Yeah. So one of the, one of the big things I learned, you know, in the last sort of, I've, it's taken me oh, maybe four years, five years to learn it. Everyone talks about work life balance. Yeah. But what I've learned, what you need is work life integration. Yep. So is is a difference because, you know, the first sort of four or five years I had my business, I was trying to balance work, balance. Um, you know, family time and yep. leisure time and that sort of thing and you're constantly getting pulled this way and that way and you're trying to make a balance and it just yep. stuffs your head up. Yeah. You feel guilty all the time but yep. what I've realised is work-life integration is a different thing. Mm. So for me during the week, you know, I, and this is, I accept this, during the week, you know, maybe 80% of my time I'm 
you know, working, yep. working on the business, working in the business. And the other 20% of my time, you know, I'm you know, with family or doing whatever else. Yep, mm. helping the house. Yeah, but yep. then, you know, if we go on holidays or, you know, it's the weekend or whatever, yep. 80% of that time I'll be, you know, doing what I want or with yep. the family and kids. Yep. And the other 20% of the time I'm working. Yep. I, we just got back from New Zealand a couple of weeks ago. We were there for a week. Yep. And, um, yeah, obviously 80% of that time was, you know, with the family. Yep. Yeah, but great. A couple of hours, like, every night pretty much. I was, you know, doing a bit on the computer. You just have yep. to do – you have you to have be to, there yeah. to keep a few things ticking over. Because exactly. if you're not doing it, no and one Once is. you realise that and accept it, like, those percentages don't have to be 80, 20. You know, yeah. If stuff happens, those percentages change. Yep. And if you're accepting of that, then, then that's fine. Like, yeah. it's – you don't feel guilty about, you know, sort of what you're doing. Whether yeah. Or you're spending time with family or – Mm. working yeah Ollie, i'd just like to go back to that point you said before about uh about burnout and what was your life like at that time where you know you, you're close to burnout you've stressed and was there ever a point where you were like do i throw in the towel or do i you know do something different or do i actually push through and make this happen like what was going on in your life at that time yes yeah, so like i said earlier you know i was working 10 11 hours a day mm. um and you know four or five hours you know on the computer at night time and yeah, I was, I was just burnt out. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty hard. And I just, I thought like, one of the reasons I left the company I was working at was I was willing to put in the hours um, and do the overtime. You know, we used to get paid a commission on, on upselling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then it got to a point where uh, my manager was like, you're doing too much overtime, costing the company too much money. <laughs> so like, <laughs> yeah. like, we, like yeah. you got to like tone it down a bit. I'm yeah. like, but I'm working so hard. Like I'm willing to put the hours in, you know, I've got yeah. a young family at home. I'm willing to work hard to mm. earn more. Yep. And I was like, nah, like I've got to go and Yeah, if you can't get ahead there, thing. then yeah. yeah, something has to change. Something exactly, has to give. Yeah. Yep. That just sounds like such a uh, an important lesson that your coach was able to give you to you know, get to where you are now to have a successful business, to manage, you know, your personal life, to integrate it with your new work and everything like that. It's yeah, a great tool to see you kind of come through the other side and not just throw in the towel and, and hit the wall and be like, nah, this is it, I'm I'm mm. done. Yeah, like anything you try and do, you know, if you're trying to build a business or do anything great, like it's not easy. That's why, you know, so many people fail at it. Yeah. You, know, you sort of get to a point where, and everyone does when you're trying to build something, mm-hmm. like this is hard. Yeah. Um, I heard, I can't remember who said it, but I heard a quote or saying the other day, you know, when you when you get into like a really hard point and you, you're sort of questioning what you're doing, like is it worth it, is it not worth it, should I just throw the towel in or keep yeah. going? Mm. Everyone gets to that point. Yeah. But the reason that's why so many people fail because they just give up at that mm. point. Whereas if you can just keep pushing through, just get through it, mm. and that they're the people who become successful mm. and, and keep going. Was well, on that point, sorry, what motivated you to push through? Like, where do you get that motivation from? Well, like I said, I got a young family, and um, I guess I don't know. I just want to yeah, have a crack, and um, yeah, because I know four little kids are going to be yeah looking up at me and being like, oh. What, like, what am I going to say to them if mm. um, they're asking me, you know, what, what should I do here or this is hard? Like, I don't want to say I'll just quit. Like, I don't want to be someone who's a good example quits. for yeah. them. Yeah, exactly. I use them as, I guess, my why. Yep. And, mm. um, yeah, I just want to be a good example to them. Yep. Um, and show, you know, other people and, and them especially, you know, what can be done. Mm. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. So with the, um, with the business coach side of things, I mean, you were approaching burnout. How did you know that it was a business coach? Did you even know what a business coach was at that time? Like, how did you know that that's the support that you needed? Like, how did you even find that? And what was the process there? I've always sort of, uh, I guess, learnt, not learnt, but um, like tried to learn from more successful people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the same with business. Like, I'd 
didn't know anything about business. Yep. So I thought, oh, I need to learn about business. Like who would I go to? Yep. Like I'm on social media and stuff, you know, I follow yeah, heaps of different entrepreneurs and successful business owners yep. mm. and stuff like that. And I guess pretty much all of them had mentors or business coaches along the way. Yep. So that's how I sort of thought, you know, what's well, a business coach that I need? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, you just spoke about entrepreneurs that you follow. I mean, you've obviously got an entrepreneurial streak in, you know, in, inside of you. What, um, have you always been entrepreneurial or, you know, did you need some help when it came to getting into that business side of things? Like, no, I haven't always been entrepreneurial. Yep. It was probably after I started the business. Yep. So I started the business and, um, yeah. I mean, I, that I, in itself is entrepreneurial, right? But yeah, 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 it is. Yeah. Business owner, like, I guess entrepreneurial is, yeah, you, you, you try new things, you, not just one business you want to try yep. and build and sell and scale and all sorts of different things. Yep. B- building businesses, yeah, and being able to exit and stuff as well. It's a totally different ball game to, yeah. to yeah, <laughs> yeah, being, being on the tools yeah, day to day. It's so different. Yep. Um, and I just found that I really enjoyed like working on my business and learning how to build a business and yep. yeah, providing jobs to others and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think delegation is really important in business. Yep. Um, you can't do everything on your own. So mm. the anything that you, I guess – don't need to do mm-hmm. or it's like a low value task within the business yep um you can outsource that or hire someone else to do that yeah and it just frees mm. up more of your time yep. to, to work on more important things in the business to help help it grow and scale. yeah absolutely oh uh, and what advice would you give someone who's in that same situation looking to take the plunge Firstly, it's going to be like 10 times harder than what you reckon it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Like, strap yourself in. Yeah, strap yourself in. It's, yeah. it's not easy. Well, um, if it was easy, everybody did do it, right? Exactly, yeah. And there'd be heaps of, oh, I don't know what the rate is of failure, but it's, it's pretty high, Yeah. Um, especially in the first five or 10 years. But um, yeah, if you're prepared and, and have a growth mindset as well, yeah. I think that's really important. Yeah. Um, yeah, if, if you surround yourself with people who, I guess, have done what you want to do yep. and they're already successful and, and built businesses if that's what you want to do. Yep. If you can get in rooms around them and, and surround yourself, and the easiest way to do it is on social media to start following people that you that yeah. are where you want to be. Yep. And then I guess you just, you know, naturally you sort of see all these people doing it and you're around them. Yeah. It just makes it easier for you to just accept that yep. I can do it as well. Yeah. yeah. The big thing for me has always been, you know, work out where you want to go and then work backwards. What are the steps you actually need to put in place to get there? You know, do I need a qualification to be able to do X, Y, or Z? And what do I need to do that? Mm. And you know, can I? You know, am I willing to put in the work to get that to make that step to make that dream happen? Um, or you know, do I need to pivot somewhere else? So having that understanding of you know where you need to go and how to get there, as well as surrounding yourself with those people, I and mean, that's so valuable and can help so much with that mindset and you pushing through that point where, you know, you might be teetering on the edge going, can mm. I do this or can I push through? Yep. Yeah. And surrounding yourself with people that are going to lift you up instead of, you know, set you into a, a, I guess, a negative mindset, having that growth mindset and people around you with that similar sort of um, outlook just will help you to push through those hard times, right? Yeah, exactly. The, you, you're going to fail at things. Mm. That's just a given. Yep. Um, yeah, if you're sort of, if you've got a growth mindset, then they'll help you look for other ways to overcome it and that's how you move forward and, yeah, and grow. Yeah, yeah. Ollie, is there anything that you wish you had have started earlier? Uh, yeah, probably my business. Your own it, business? Like yeah, taking that my own business, yeah, earlier. earlier. But when I look back in hindsight, you know, I've, I enjoyed playing footy overseas. Yep. Enjoyed, you know, it's important, I think, to learn the skills of an electrician. That's what my business is. Yep. An electrical business. I, I need to be sort of all over that. Yep. Um, so you need to sort of learn those skills. 
business, it's one of those things you can learn as much as you want about business before you jump, you know, jump ship and, and start. You can actually yeah. start doing it, yeah, right? When, when your money's there on the line yep. and you've got to make stuff happen, it's it's a totally different way of learning. Yeah. Yep. Um, you, you're not gonna you can learn you know in university. I'm not saying yep. don't go to uni and learn business or anything like that. But there's only so much you can learn from reading a book yep. or listening to people. It's yep. only until you start actioning it. Yep. That's when you mm. find the real learnings and well, the real growth. Well, once you've got skin in the game, right? I mean, you said money on the line. It you've it it's got to ignite a flame in you that you know you'll do anything to just make exactly. it work. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And you know, there's also when it comes to business, there's so many different opinions on the best way to do things. So being able to get in, get your hands dirty and figure it out yourself because you know because you've got that skin in the game that you will find a way to make it work. Yeah, exactly. So we're just about out of time uh, for the episode today. But Ollie, what uh, what's next for you, mate? What what projects have you got coming up? Yeah, like I said, we work in residential. Um, you know, we've got a few new builds and renovations happening or kicking off you know, to, like, between now and the end of the year. Yep. Um, we do like domestic maintenance work as well. Yep. So yeah, with Saunders Electrical Group, we've got those uh, projects keeping us busy. Yep. And yeah, just trying to grow the business, get a couple more builders on board. And yep. yeah, I guess the next step for me is maybe hiring a, an operations manager as well. Yep. Yeah. Wow. To Even yeah, that, that's that's the goal to free up a bit more step. of your time. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. That's good. And where can uh, where can our listeners find you online? Uh, Instagram. Um, What's Oliver, your handle? Oliver J Saunders. Yep. I've got Saunders Electrical Group as well yep. on Instagram, uh, the business page, and yeah, Facebook. Uh, I actually lost access to my Facebook page, my business Facebook page, <laughs> a couple of months ago, so I had to start a new one like last week. Damn hackers! Um, yeah, no, Facebook just I don't know, I don't know what happened. They yeah. just I lost admin access. So. Oh, oh no, out Zuckerberg. We're trying to get it back, but it's not happening. So I, had to, I just opened up a new Facebook oh, page. It's a pain yeah, in the backside. Enough. Saunders yeah. Electrical Group, PTY Ltd. Oh, that's good. okay. That's Sometimes one. it's not a bad thing to do, like a uh, cut and dry and start again, but maybe not as helpful when you're you know, trying to get your own business like really humming along, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, Times. Is what it is. Another <laughs> problem. And when you have a business, you just put well, in your fires. That's oh, it. That's what it is. Yep. All right. Well, look, make sure that uh, you subscribe to the show um, and so that you don't miss an episode. Head over to our Built Different uh, Instagram page um, or visit our website at builtdifferentaustralia.com.au um, to catch up or contribute. Ollie, and thanks very much for coming in, mate. And had a no blast worries, chatting to you. Yeah, it was good yeah, fun. I thanks for it. coming in. Really enjoyed it. Look, I've learned quite a lot about what it takes to run and scale a business. So that's been really insightful. So I think you've given me a few pointers and inspired me to you know, get going. And I think that's a, a great little thing that I'll implement is you know, actually blocking out time in a calendar to get things done because my time management skills are appalling. So thanks for <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, good. I was the same, mate. Once you, once you learn how to do it, it's, it's really beneficial. Yeah, it's great. Thank you. All right, thanks oh, again. Thanks for having me. So that's been another episode of the Built Different Podcast, the podcast for tradies that are... Built, Built Different. different. This episode was brought to you by Ramset. Simon, you as an apprentice know just how tough it can be on uh, as an apprentice on a construction site. Mate, I certainly do. And that's why Ramset are dedicated to supporting the next generation with the Ramset Apprentice Program. Right now, Ramset are giving apprentices all over Australia the opportunity to win $6,000 worth of tools and gear for a limited time. Whether you're a chippy, a sparky, or a plumber, or anything in between, Head to www.ramset.com.au forward slash Apprentice Program 2023 to learn more and enter to win. Get set with Ramset.